Well, welcome back, guys. So we are on the second episode of Harvesting <laughs> the Gospel. I'm, I'm glad God allowed us to make it this far. Big number two, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no. So what the last podcast, we kind of just introduced ourselves, uh, yeah. just kind of explained how we got introduced to uh, the gospel, to hunting, all that kind of good stuff, all the best kind of stuff. And really, um, for for the, for from now on, we, we're going to kind of do you know a little bit little bit shorter. We kind of had to run long on the last podcast just because we were trying to get you know let, let y'all guys get to know us. And this podcast, we're going to kind of talk about a couple things you know hunting wise and also the gospel wise, trying to see how we re- anyway we can relate it to you know Jesus and uh, the love for God. Um, now, Jay, you said that you had a pretty interesting uh, thing happen this week, you know, after the podcast. You mind, ex- you know, sharing that with everybody? Yeah, so, yeah, um, I, we realized we were a little long-winded last time and um, kind of leads into what I have to tell about is Thursday, I was out of town for work. Um, turns out Dalton was having a pretty tough day studying and doing all his duties, um, <clears throat> and I literally watched the podcast back, and I thought, man, nobody wants to listen to me and Dalton ramble on for forty something minutes. But, um, and then immediately I got a message on Facebook from a a guy that I went to high school with, graduated with, used to hang out with way back in the eighties, um, and said, "Can you call me?" So, as, as a buddy of mine, Troy Fortson, we grew up together, um, and so, but I hadn't talked to him. I don't think in person in 30 years. And uh, so I called him and he was like, he's recently uh, been saved and baptized. Uh, Regretfully, he lost his mom last year and their whole family just kind of came together. Mm -hmm. Um, They got saved. They've been studying the Bible. And he said, you know, he he loves studying. And he actually studying Matthew right now is what he said. And uh, anyway, he just said, um, that he had literally spoke to his wife and said he really just wanted a podcast with two ordinary guys talking about the Bible from our, our point of view. And then uh, five minutes later, uh, he clicked on our podcast and li- immediately stopped it. And just he was sharing with us that we were encouraging him and kind of an answered prayer. And at the same time, I, I was like blown away because – you know, the devil loves to sow seeds of doubt. You know, it doesn't That's matter right. what facet of your life you're in, the devil loves to sow seeds of doubt. And mm-hmm. uh, and I literally told him, I was like, I just can't imagine nobody wants to hear us ramble on for 40-something minutes. And he said, no, nah, I do. <laughs> so um, we're not going to make you listen for 40 minutes. We can't make you listen yeah. anyway, but uh, we'll cut it off a lot shorter, be a little more concise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dalton and I both love to talk about Jesus in the outdoors, so it's easy to ramble. But anyway, yeah. Uh, it was very encouraging. I called Dalton, uplifted him, just lifted us up. Mm-hmm. So, man, any feedback, any feedback, um, mm-hmm. I prefer you don't call me fat or ugly, but <laughs> other than that, any feedback's appreciated, and I uh, appreciate that. So, yeah, um, and like he said, we're going to kind of not necessarily segment it, but mm-hmm. we got topics we want to cover. Yeah. The gospel and Jesus is always going to be one mm-hmm. of them, but you had kind of mentioned that we kind of wanted to talk about how we strategize we get a new piece mm-hmm. of property um mm-hmm. you know and honestly we talked about a new piece of property in georgia you get mm-hmm. a new lease in georgia but 
you know, the initial parts are the same regardless of where you're at. And as long as you're hunting the same species. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, no, man, you <laughs> – I was I was literally having the toughest day when you called me and just you explaining that story literally lifted my spirits. I mean, it just mm-hmm. I told my wife I said that's that right there is the reason why we do we're doing what we're doing. I don't care if it reaches one person or reaches a thousand people. That's exactly um, right. As long as somebody kind of you know gets to know about Jesus and His love for us, that's all that matters to me. And that's God. Um, I mean, and he gave us all what we needed in just that. That's moment. right. That's right. So yeah. So we're kind of going ahead and getting into our topics uh we're going to try to hit the outdoors topic first um just talking about like you said you know so getting a new piece of property um i'm sure a lot of people have done this you know different ways of doing it getting property i know there's you know asking permission getting a lease or buying the property um yeah. I, i've I obviously i haven't bought any property yet <laughs> but i've done a lot of leasing and uh asking you know, permission, uh, even in urban areas. Um, I've done a little bit of urban hunting this yeah. this past year, and I ain't going to lie, it's, it's pretty cool. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Jay, so kind of let's let's get into the topic of, you know, let's just say 50 acres, and you're leasing 50 acres, okay, here in uh, South Georgia, um, you know, typically hunting whitetail. Um, yeah. What what do you think, and I'm going to give my piece too, I just want to hear sweet, yours yeah. first. What is what is your suggestion on getting it all started? Finding that target buck, seeing you know what exactly you're after. What, what's what's your take? Well, and quite honestly, um, I think obviously I'm older, and uh, there was no such thing as internet or Google Earth or any of that. Um, and so, um, but it the way I learned to scout property even mm-hmm. public property mm-hmm. uh, if you're going to hunt it you got to scout it you know and the, the way i learned to scout property back in the 80s mm-hmm. and, and until now kind of uh is the same way you do most things in your life you start mm-hmm. out with a thirty thousand foot view and you just kind of narrow in narrow in and you know in the case of hunting a deer you find a pinch point or a food source mm-hmm. or a travel pattern or whatever and uh and you just kind of narrow in on that, and mm-hmm. you know, hopefully in the end you're sitting in the right spot when the mm-hmm. when the when the target deer comes by. But that's right. Um, but yeah, so I mean, if I have a brand new piece of property, and and whenever I do, I, actually, if I'm traveling somewhere in the Midwest and I'm going to hunt a property, first thing I do is get an aerial photograph, mm-hmm. you know, um, Google Earth or whatever it happens to be, and look for, you know the difference in the terrain, the, the hardwoods and those type things. And hopefully you get some feedback, you know, used to be, you go in word of mouth, you know, folks mm-hmm. say, yeah, especially farmers and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, this is what I see here. This is what I saw there. And now mm-hmm. we got trail cameras. It's just really just recon. I mean, you know, just yeah. the more information you have, and that's not just hunting, but mm-hmm. um, the more information you have, first-hand information is even better mm-hmm. and that's where you know honestly where you can relate it to the gospels the gospels are first-hand accounts of jesus's ministry yeah. you know mm-hmm. um and so you know honestly as hokey as it may sound it's like a trail cam fan mm-hmm. this is something that you saw you know yeah. this is something that they actually saw mm-hmm. you don't need faith if you see it Mm-hmm. So that's why faith is such a gift, and we'll get on that part yeah. later. But 
I mean, you know, if you rent a piece of property, you got faith that it's going to be good hunting. If it don't, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, although it's a minuscule amount of importance, but yeah, just start off with a broad vision and just, you know, drill down until you find, you know, and you have to be mm-hmm. conscientious and real or, you know, really purposeful, not only in, and everything, but especially in deer hunting, you mm-hmm. know, same thing. You you go on there, and the way we hunt, you find a target buck yep. or a few target bucks mm-hmm. if you're really blessed. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> That's rare you, down here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and, and then you kind of chase after that. That's literally what it's about. You're hunting for that. Yeah, it's kind of what you said, too. Like, I mean, you can't, you can't just – Go, and I get these questions all the time from a lot of people, especially like with bow hunting. You can't just pop up in a property and just expect, you know, I'm gonna put a stand here, and you know, my the biggest buck on the property is gonna come, you know, to this exact Not to point. Me. That don't happen to me. <laughs> Listen, that don't ever happen to me. I don't think it's ever happened to me at all. Um, but man, it's just like the Bible. Like if you want to get closer to that target buck. You got to do your research. You got to go and scout. You got to see where he's at, where the bedding areas are, where the food source is, where, you know, where all the does are at, whatever it may be. It's the same thing with, I mean, you know, you're wanting to get closer to Jesus. You got to do, you know, you don't have to, you know, the spirit comes to you automatically when you accept him as your Lord and Savior. Yes, sir. But to get closer to him, he is the word. He is the truth. He is the life. So, it's it's the same same concept. If you want to get closer to Jesus, you know, read your Bible, get closer to Him, pray. I mean, that is the main. That's what helps me get closer to God. And relating back to deer hunting, that's what helps me get closer to that target buck. Doing all that research, looking at the land, going scouting, and I think this is where me and you're different because you know, I am kind of new school. Like I I oh, yeah. I do a lot of you know, on eggs. Onyx, I mean, I'm put out. I'm putting out a ton of tra- trail cameras. Um, I'll do a lot of mock scrapes just to see if I can get one pick of a nice buck. If I know that nice buck is really, if he's on that pick, if he's on that camera, then I know I can kind of hone in. You know he's where, there. I know <laughs> the area he's at at what time of day. And um, you can't kill him if they ain't there. That's right. But no, <clears throat> the. Uh, yeah, starting out a piece of property, I think, yeah, scouting it, walking it, you know, walk it. Don't don't ride the ranger on it. Walk it. Get you some snake chaps on and just go walk it during the summer or whatever it may be. Find out where the rubs and the scrapes are. Um, you mentioned you mentioned, you know, Midwest. I mean, it's tough doing that up there. Well, and the difference is in the Midwest mm-hmm. and and hopefully we, we don't want to pigeonhole mm-hmm. who watches this. Walking Georgia property mm-hmm. is a, a 180 degrees out from walking mm-hmm. a Midwest property. Absolutely. The animals in the Midwest, at least in Iowa mm-hmm. and in Illinois, it's an agricultural ground. So Absolutely. they never see anybody walking a field. They're mm-hmm. on horseback at worst, mm-hmm. rangers, tractors, trucks. Mm-hmm. I literally have sat in the truck and, and looked at 150-inch deer yeah. eating alfalfa because I was in the truck when they mm-hmm. came in the field. They're used to machinery. They're not used to some dude just walking uh, across the field. Those combines, yeah, I've sat I mean, there and watched them. They'll just, they, I mean, you'll see yeah, yeah, massive so buck just you, be you, used to it. it. And when we get, but what you're saying is, mm-hmm. yes, you want to 
walk the property, but mostly you want firsthand information oh, yeah. of, and here's here's and what that, yeah. that we hadn't talked about, which is it applies to the gospel, or not the gospel, but it applies to your relationship with the Lord mm-hmm. every bit as much as it does. You are mm-hmm. able to identify the traps, the pitfalls, the wind right. direction, the scent control, mm-hmm. if you're going to get skylined when mm-hmm. you walk into your stand. Oh, yeah. um, same way. If you drill down in this word and, mm-hmm. and study it, you learn some of the pitfalls that the devil's got in That's store right. for you because we all have them. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, I mean, hunting, you have to know where you're going to screw up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think getting that information, especially from the local people there, I, you know, when we went to Western Kentucky, um, my buddy, he kind of ran it all. I was just like sitting there learning, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, whatever I could do to gain information. But, you know, he was gathering stuff from the farmer, the guy that owned the property. And the guy said, hey, I know there's a couple bucks here, a couple bucks there. Um, and it, like you said, it's a agri- in the Western, it's, it's agricultural. So, mm-hmm. um, and the, the hardest thing is, though, you know, you're driving up there. You only have a weekend or a week to do yes. what you got to do. It ain't like you can just go step out over yeah, here. You can't and, pattern a deer and not no, a mature buck in a week. That's right. So, um, so I can't. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I mean, but here in Georgia, I mean, it's kind of, you know, if I'm leasing the land that I live, you know, if I live here, I'm able to go out on a week, you know, spend a whole day just going out and walking it, seeing if you find any rubs, seeing if you find any sheds. Um, like I said before, doing the, doing the cameras, that's a big game changer, especially yeah, the cell cameras. I, f- I feel like I've yeah, got I've gotten are... I've gotten spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> we gotten all spoiled. spoiled. I'm spoiled like you. I'll be at work, man, and next thing you know, I'll get a picture of a, I mean, just a stud I've been chasing after, and it's broad daylight, and I'm at work. It's tough. It's ba- I think hey, <laughs> it's a it's a blessing and a curse to have those cell cameras. That booner I killed, I was at work in mm-hmm. Iowa, mm-hmm. and I checked this the. Uh, that was a scout look mm-hmm. on X or one of them. But I checked the wind direction, and it was perfect for that deer. Mm-hmm. And I literally left work at like 2 o'clock <laughs> and, uh, and went and got in a stand yeah. and killed him. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, I use that too now. Yeah. I was not; It wasn't available when I was young, oh, but yeah. now I use every single thing. And here's – this is my outlook. Mm-hmm. People kind of like I do about – I'm not telling you something's the gospel if it's mm-hmm. my idea about things. Mm-hmm. My idea about deer hunting, and when I said it last week about overcomplicating, mm-hmm. it's not that we that the, we overcomplicate. We do mm-hmm. overcomplicate it. Yeah. We're hunting the male species of mm-hmm. most animals. That's right. I'm sorry. Dudes are easy to figure out. We uh, got yeah. a stomach, and we chase girls. Yeah. You get the wind right, you got them. But That's right. What we have to do is make up for our inadequacies. Mm-hmm. We, no way we can run a deer down. We're mm-hmm. predators, but mm-hmm. we're slow, fat, lazy predators mm-hmm. who have poor eyesight, poor sense of smell. Everything about us as a predator mm-hmm. is is uh, less than the real predators out That's there. That's right. And so we have to make weapons that reach out two, three, mm-hmm. four hundred yards. We have to make things that tell us which way the wind's blowing. You know, those are the things we use up to make up for our inadequacies. Mm-hmm. Um just like in the gospel, grace makes mm-hmm. up for our inadequacies. We That's can't right. do we cannot make up for our inadequacies mm-hmm. where Christ and the gospel is concerned. Mm-hmm. It's just simply grace. And that's, that's why right. it's the greatest gift ever given. Not to mention the sin debt that we mm-hmm. were ransomed out of by no 
no works of our own, you yeah. know, just a straight up gift. And he didn't and, have to. I mean, no, he, he didn't. didn't. I mean, there, he was literally, literally didn't have perfect. To. I mean, he had yeah. no blemish, no nothing, and he he sacrificed himself one thousand percent so that we could live eternity. And yeah, yeah. So, that's yeah, that's the one thing. I whenever everybody talk, you know, I'll, I'll you know the new when somebody kind of comes into you know loving Jesus and you know they come into being able to understand the gospel and everything. It's not about you know, oh, I get to live forever in heaven. It ain't about streets of gold, whatever it may be. My main goal whenever I get to heaven is to walk with Jesus and just talk to him, ask him all these questions, just love him and worship him. And that's a... Uh, it sounds silly from a 6'5", 370-pound dude, but yeah. honestly, man, I just want to crawl up in his lap <laughs> like I used to do my mama, you know, and my papa. And, I know. I mean, you know... I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> especially as men on earth, you mm-hmm. got to be strong. You got to take care of everybody, all mm-hmm. this other stuff. There's going to come a time when I finally get to heaven and I mm-hmm. just say, you know what? And I can do it in the middle of the night somewhat. Mm-hmm. I can cast all my cares on him. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to say to do that, but actually do it. Mm-hmm. And But to just finally get where all I got to do is worship and That's just. Right. And I'm taken care of, and everything's good. To finally get there, mm-hmm. I mean, that's where as you get older, you like, you know what? Come on, even so, come today. Mm-hmm. I used to not be that way, but the worldly I'm ready, things. Man. I'm ready to crawl up in his lap yeah. and just worship. The worldly know? things doesn't even matter yeah, anymore when you just have that mindset. This, you know, um, we kind of got away from pattern and deer, mm-hmm. but it, yeah. <laughs> but it, but the thing is, it's all the same. It's, mm-hmm. These are how we are as human beings. We That's take right. we can take the same strategies that we do as outdoors. Mm-hmm. When you first get saved, you're on fire. You want to attack hell with a water pistol. But if you mm-hmm. try it, you're gonna get your tail kicked. Yep. If you <laughs> if you don't know how to deer hunt, or even if you do know how to deer hunt, if you just charge in a piece of property, mm-hmm. don't check the pitfalls. Don't don't take care mm-hmm. and caution about the way you proceed. Um, and when I say care and precaution, I don't mean you should be timid about coming into the presence of the Lord mm-hmm. or asking the Holy Spirit, but you do need to pray. You know, That's you right. need to have, we as a church need to take care of our new believers because mm-hmm. the devil's going to come after them hard and fast. Yep. You get saved, that ain't the gold, the yellow brick road. You mm-hmm. finna get a lot of crap mm-hmm. coming against you, but you now you know you got a helper. That's right. And if you got a good church, we do, and we got each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we take care of one another, and we That's say, right. "Okay, study this. Look mm-hmm. at this. Come to lunch with me. Let's do this." You mm-hmm. know, and and you and I have lived mm-hmm. that life together. Mm-hmm. You know, um, not that I was any more mature. I mean, I was because I was older, but mm-hmm. you know, you and I have bounced a lot of ideas off of one another, That's and right. you make me look things different as young and than than I did before. But mm-hmm. anyway, well, you, you were yeah. talking about mistakes, you know, and I'm gonna tell you, like especially bow hunting. <laughs> Look, you starting out bow hunting, you're going to make mistakes. There's going to be mistakes that you're going to have to, you know. There's been many times where I've had a shooter right in front of me, mm-hmm. and I drew back either too early or I drew back too late or I made too much of a sudden movement. I mean, you're going to make those mistakes, and really you learn from those mistakes, and it makes you better as a hunter, and you also have to look at it as, as a Christian. You're going to make mistakes. You know, yeah, don't think just because, sure. you know, I mean, Jesus is the most wonderful thing on this earth, and when you accept Him into your heart, don't think that it's all gonna be yeah, daisies and flowers down the road. Yeah, and yeah, he, that's when He clocks in. Yeah, that's when He's coming after you. <laughs> yeah. He was fine. He don't care if you're going to church. He don't care if you're, you know, the devil don't care if you're going to church. Don't care if 
whatever you may be doing, as long as you don't have that relationship with Christ, yeah. he'll let you go do whatever. Yeah. Um, now, as soon as you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it's game on, man. He's, yeah. he's coming after you. But, uh, but no, back. so we're going to try to finish up the – because, really, we've been Jesus and deer topic. I'm liking That's, this. I mean, they're one I'm of the same. This. Yeah. I'm liking this. Yeah. So, um, so finishing up the deer topic, uh, yeah, basically you see the property, scout, Learn, learn the property. Find your pinch points. Find, you know, where the bucks are at. Find out where the rubs. My main, my main. I love what I what I love doing is finding bedding areas. Yeah. Because you find those bedding areas, especially buck bedding areas. Now you got to be careful when you find them buck bedding areas because you will send them. Hauling. Yeah, I did that this yeah, past you year. You find them, you better find them in July. <laughs> yeah, and you better find a good access point because if yeah. you don't find a good access point, that sucker's going to walk you. He's going to watch you walk in yeah. every time, and I've had that happen. But uh, but no, that's 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 good. We so I kind of wanted to get over get on that topic of you know just new property because I know there's some people out there. I know I've had uh, a couple people getting into bow hunting, and it's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. And they, tr- you know, they were just asking like, man, where do I start? Where, where do I, you know, I got this piece of property, even if it's just 15 acres. Um, I got this piece of property. I don't really know, you know, how close I can get the deer. You know, what do I, where do I need to set up? Because you can't just set up in the middle of the field and, you know, a box stand and shoot them 100, 150 yards away. Yep. So, um, so we're, we're we're trying to get into for. For these episodes, we're trying to get into just kind of informing y'all by what we know. Now that we don't know everything, I'm just letting y'all Nobody know right does. now. Nobody does, <laughs> I promise you. Um, but we're trying to get get some information out there that some people may can use or need. Um, but I, I do want to put out there because we do talk about bow hunting a lot, mm-hmm. um, and you know, again. Because of age and all the years, oh, yeah. forty some odd years of hunting, I've been through pretty much every iteration of it. Just like I have with my walk with the Lord, mm-hmm. um, I I pray that people don't get hung up on what type of hunting you do. Oh, yeah. I mean, all you're doing by you know, it's like if you go from a shotgun like I did dog hunting to rifles mm-hmm. to archery to black powder Mm -hmm. to crossbows pistols there's a million ways to kill deer and um really you're just making it harder on yourself Mm -hmm. which is great because you're making it more challenging Mm -hmm. but don't don't come at anybody else because they enjoy hunting a different way oh yeah because um you know last deer i killed was with a crossbow in kansas Mm -hmm. yeah i can I can oh, yeah. bench press most more than most people, but I couldn't pull a bow back because my shoulder. Yeah, your shoulder, bad. yeah. So, um, and I just like killing deer. I mean, yeah, I, and it's yeah, like I don't care. I mean, whatever you do as hunting, you're out there in the outdoors, and that's all that matters. Whatever, whatever it may be, dog hunting, you know, rifle hunting, whatever it may yep. be, as long as you're doing it right, that, exactly. uh, legally, yeah. Ethically, Man, do ethically and legally. I, I always support. Line up. Yeah, I support every you know anyone who's just in the outdoors enjoying it. Cause man, the the younger generation today, it's hard to get them off of these right yeah. here. It's yep. hard. Everybody. So, um, we, yeah, I mean, that, there's guys around here that make the bow, mm-hmm. make the string, make the the flint head, and they still and, rifle you know hunt. you can say what you want to. <laughs> yeah. You can you can 
Yeah. Use a compound bow and think that you're better than a rifle hunter, but oh, yeah, nah. if you if that's just covering up your own insecurities mm-hmm. in my that's the way I feel about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like most strife in this earth, whether it's my denomination is better mm-hmm. than yours, my walk with the Lord is better than yours, mm-hmm. or, oh I saw him do this, and mm-hmm. that, if you're pointing out somebody else's flaws, my, I think you're just covering up your own insecurities. That's, that's right. Goes for hunting too. You know, I mean, that's right. You, you know, if you want to make it hard, go chase him down and tackle him. Yeah, you know, <laughs> be a man. <laughs> get out some ninja stars or yeah. something. Just I mean, get we'll out go a bear hunting. If deer ain't hard enough, we go tackle some bears. I mean, my God, yeah, and like, I mean, I'll hear it all the time. You know, those. I hate to say it, but a lot of like old timers will be oh, like, yeah. you know. They'll just be like, oh, you know, using a crossbow, that's not really. I mean, heck, dude, I've I've had, I've I've received some crap from just using oh, yeah. a lot of knocks. Oh, yeah. They, like, they, even just, even cell cameras. We were talking yeah, about cell cameras I, a while I, ago. I mean. Social but, media eats you alive. Oh, man. I got a buddy in Kansas, um, and he killed a 180-inch <clears throat> deer with his bow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 90% of the people are congratulating. Mm-hmm. The rest of them are fussing about score and shot placement and that the dude literally self filmed killing a hundred and eighty inch deer with a boat. Yeah. And and like I said, I, I, I got a little ugly a little I was like, hey, get out your mama's basement and go hunt yourself instead <laughs> yeah. of criticizing him, you know? Yeah. But that's just what we do is as a human race, we have insecurities mm-hmm. and the devil will have you project a spotlight on somebody mm-hmm. else's flaws rather than let Take accountability exactly. for ours. And as a Christian, mm-hmm. what we should be doing is going, hey, I'm broken. I'm a screwed up mess. Mm-hmm. This is my testimony. Mm-hmm. You ain't no worse than I am. Yeah. Kind of like what we said last week. The reason we doing this, somebody mm-hmm. somewhere has got the same crap we got going. And it's like the small the small victories that somebody either has in, you know, their walk with Christ yep. or, you know, in the outdoors harvesting a an animal. I'm not gonna give I mean, I'm not going to give somebody, you know, a bunch of crap for, you know, just killing a doe or whatever it may be. I mean, just, you know, a four, a, a four point, you know, buck. I'm not, I'm not going to, cause I know that that harvest means a lot more to them than I, you know, I understand cause I was at that point yep. and it's the same thing yep. as, you know, you know, basically talking to a young Christian. I understand I was at that point, I was struggling and for you to tear them down, it's easier to tear them down than it is. I where mean, where would you get that authority from? It's the exactly. same thing, you know, and everybody says, don't judge me, you can't mm-hmm. judge me, and that is a true statement. Mm-hmm. But why do you have the authority to to decide what they should enjoy? Just mm-hmm. like you killed a doe with your bow. I mm-hmm. killed my first doe. I was every mm-hmm. bit as happy. Mm-hmm. I killed my booner with a black powder gun. I had him mm-hmm. at 69 yards with a bow mm-hmm. and didn't kill him with a bow. I promise you mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been any happier if I killed him with a bow <laughs> than I was when I killed oh, yeah. him with a black powder gun. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't have the authority to call. I mean, we have to hold each other accountable. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. Mm-hmm. But. To judge people, call people out on their sin. Mm-hmm. When we have sin in our life, mm-hmm. everybody does. Mm-hmm. You know, even the greatest of theo- theological, you know, scholars and mm-hmm. such as that and preachers, they have thoughts, right? They're That's broken. Right. We are. That's who mm-hmm. we are. Yeah. So you can't. You don't have the authority to call people out on their crap, right. and you don't have the authority to tell other folks what should mm-hmm. make them happy. Mm-hmm. God gave all of us dominion over these animals, mm-hmm. you know, and he didn't just say the eight points are better. Yeah, that's exactly uh, you know, right. So, yeah, no, that's that's awesome. So we're going to kind of, you know, go into, I think what we decided was we're going to start in the book of Matthew. Yeah. Um, first couple first chapters. Gospel, yeah. yeah, man. I mean, it's, 
it's like you said, I mean, Matthew Matthew tells, you know, each of the four gospels tells a different view of, you know, Jesus' wall of a first hand of Jesus' yep. ministry. He he basically Matthew does a very good job of just explaining piece by piece of what Jesus' mission was here to do. Yep. Um and so I think we started, and I told you, I said, I don't really, you know, I don't want people having to hear us, you know, just read the Bible. But um, what were some things that, you know, I think we did chapter 2 and chapter 3. What were some things to you that really just spoke out to you of what Jesus' ministry starting out? Yeah. How this just helped your walk, basically. Yeah, so you and I had talked about Matthew, and, yeah, we don't, we, we didn't skip over one. Mm-hmm. We just... It's a bunch of bagats. Yeah, basically, the first chapter. It's yeah. basically Jesus' genealogy, but uh-huh. it's proof that mm-hmm. he he's a direct descendant of Abraham. But mm-hmm. here's the thing, people. We are all direct descendants of Adam and Eve. That's you it. Know, I talk to black folks every day, mm-hmm. and there's we came from Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. dude, two people. Mm-hmm. You know, We can change the pigment of our skin, the color mm-hmm. of our eyes, all mm-hmm. that crap. Um, We came from two people. That's so right. we're all direct descendants of one another. That's but, right. Anyway, let's don't get on all that. Yeah, no. But, no, um, so that's we didn't skip over one, but we mm-hmm. jumped into two because, mm-hmm. you know, two talks about um Jesus and him being born mm-hmm. and Herod trying King to have Herod him killed, you know. Yeah. It's the same way. The devil's always been an enemy of mankind yep. and Jesus and the Lord. He can't win, but he's still That's an enemy, right? right? So, I think I think it was funny because I think I mentioned to you this a while ago <clears throat> was, you know, the uh, the Magi, they ended up you know, coming in. You know, they told, basically, King Herod told them to go tell him, hey, come back to me when you find Jesus. And um, I think it said... Uh, they yeah, were so, looking for him. Yeah. That's the problem. That's not the problem. That's the blessing. Yeah. The Magi were looking for mm-hmm. him. The Jews and the Pharisees, they learned about him through the scrolls, and then they quit looking for him. Mm-hmm. They weren't looking for him. You know, They were looking for a, a conqueror that was going to free them from 400 years of mm-hmm. bondage. And, and Satan was trying to use King Herod to oh, yeah, stop yeah. stop God's plan. And it's funny. I'll just read you know these first couple of verses. It says, when, when Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious, and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were <clears throat> two years old and under, in accordance with the with the time he had learned from the Magi. And it says, Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah. Yeah. Weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted. Because they are no more. So the devil thinks, you know, hey, I'm going to get Herod to kill all the boys. He thinks he's fixing. He just fulfilled a prophecy. He just helped God fulfill that prophecy. And I think you see all throughout that, throughout the Bible. And um, I just thought that was that was pretty pretty funny that <laughs> the devil thinks he has God, but God always God always prevails, man. God is always, you know, one step. A thousand steps ahead of yeah. I'd hate to know my evil. whole purpose of being would be to fight a battle that I know I can't win. Mm-hmm. Even though, which I guess you know, he takes pleasure in winning or winning mm-hmm. lost soul. That's know? right. Because not everybody goes to heaven, unfortunately. But mm-hmm. uh, but you know, he does not. He doesn't win in the end. Mm-hmm. He cannot conquer. He's 
you know, he's that's right, and it's he's a dog, but he's a dog mm-hmm. on a leash. But and he's gonna, and I think we said it a while ago. He's gonna find any way he can to, you know, try to conquer the the ones that are trying to get closer to God, trying to, um, trying to basically they're they're wanting to proceed with their love with Jesus, and they're wanting to learn more, grow in their faith, and the devil is gonna come after them most of all. And so I think I think we get into chapter three. Yeah, chapter Um, three is John the Baptist. This I think you you saying this is your your bread and butter a while ago. Well, (laughs) Matthew's my favorite book Mm -hmm. as a whole. You know, later on we'll talk about when we get into chapter Mm twenty five. That's my favorite. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, John the Baptist. I mean, especially your early days. You know, Mm -hmm. John the Baptist was a rough cat. Camel yeah. hair, eating bugs, cussing, mm-hmm. ripping and snorting, just a wild man kind of, you know. Yep. Um, I've in different times of my life, I was like, man, I'd like to be like him, mm-hmm. and other times I want to be like Peter. But that's right. in honesty, I mean, Christian means Christ-like. That's what I want to be like. So that's right. But yeah, I mean, he was a forerunner. So right back in the days when a king would come to town, mm-hmm. he would send people ahead to announce his coming. Mm-hmm. Um. That's what John the Baptist was. He's only six months older than Jesus. Yeah. So, but, and Jesus started his gospel or his ministry when he was 30 mm-hmm. years old. So mm-hmm. they grew up together. Yep. And, and it's just like it says about Jesus' brother James. Mm-hmm. It would be hard if you came to me tomorrow and started claiming you was the Messiah. I'd be like, Dalton, uh, me and you've talked before. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> you right. Know? But now they didn't see sin in Jesus' life, but mm-hmm. still they grew up with him. So it would be hard to figure that out. But yeah. John didn't have that problem. He mm-hmm. knew that Jesus was the Messiah, and he spent his life mm-hmm. preaching that he's coming. The kingdom of God That's is at right. hand, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, and then, man, he got to he got to baptize Jesus. Yeah, and I think what we what we said a while ago was uh, before we started the podcast. Um, you know, he wanted. I mean, even even John was like, "Man, you need to baptize me. You're you're the king. Yeah. You're, you're you're the king." You're the king of kings. And Jesus said, no, I want you to baptize me so that I can see, so I can basically walk in the human flesh shoes of just saying, you know, I understand y'all's pain. I understand y'all's suffering. And that's what he does. That's how, that's why he did what he did because he knew the whole plan. He knew God's plan. And that was to basically save us, save our souls so that we can ask him to be in our hearts and so that we can one day be with him and God. Um, And more than that, Jesus did what every Christian needs to do first mm -hmm. and foremost. He was always obedient. That's right. And you'll see times when Jesus Mm -hmm. had to get away from everybody and get alone. Mm -hmm. And I feel like to just make sure, he got to talk to his daddy again. You know, he's like, hey, I... I want to be obedient like he did in the Garden of Gethsemane, and I'm not—I'm yeah. a redneck, don't speak real well, but whatever. But <laughs> it's like even if this—if if I don't have to do this, uh-huh. you know, I don't want to do it if I don't have to. But if I need to, I'm gonna do it. That's right. God makes me do stuff I don't want to do all the time. That's you know? right. Um, and that's just me, and I'm a mm-hmm. turd. But you know, um, <laughs> but the like like you said, mm-hmm. yeah, he Jesus did that. He didn't have to. That's he was right. perfect, but he was obedient. Yeah. And it also validated him because as soon as he did, Jesus spoke. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, God spoke and mm-hmm. said, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. And, and Lord, I want to hear them words one day. So, you ain't kidding. But uh, uh, the no. obedience is the thing, man. Just be, yeah. 
just uh, for new believers, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about new bow hunters, new hunters, and uh, and we want to talk to experienced people. We want to talk about new believers, people that are lost. That's the real ones we really want to listen. Um, is just be obedient, man. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about cleaning this up, stopping this, cutting mm-hmm. this out, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Just be obedient, dude. Yeah. I mean, just say, show me what to do. Yeah. I've said this last week. I'll probably say it every week. I'm too stupid to do riddles. God, you got to show me. I'm dumb as a rock. That's it. But, so That's just it. show me, and I promise you I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I'll try. Yeah, me me and my wife are uh, we're, we're looking we're looking for land. We're, we're I mean, there's – plenty of land out there you know people are putting it up for sale all the time and we're we're struggling a little bit um just trying to figure out what what god wants us to do and we pray on it all the time and we try our hardest to do what he wants us to do but a lot of times it's just it's it's hard to figure out god what do you want me to do and um there's been plenty of times where we saw this land up for sale. We're like, okay, I think I felt like this is what God's wanting us to do. And then something comes up and shuts it off. And it's like, oh, dang, okay, well, keep yep. on praying, keep on going. And I think that's the motivation is it, it may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, but God's going to show you the path. He's going to show you the way, and the way is always Jesus. So if you just basically stay according to his word, study it, learn God's way, you know, be obedient. Obedient. And that's that's the main key points of just finding out what God wants you to do. Um, so, but no, uh, we're kind of running out of time. Um, I think we did pretty good. Yeah, we said we were going to keep it shorter. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I really, you know, next next episode we'll get into more of the deer stuff and more of the, uh, you know, talking about the gospel and talking about, you know, Jesus uh, we'll probably be in uh, Matthew 4 and 5 next week, so that would be good. Um, but, Jay, you got anything before we close out? Uh, no, sir. Just like I said, any feedback, please. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Prayer request. Mm-hmm. Um, just pray for us. Yeah. Uh, not Just please pray for us. We praying for y'all, and if we can just let us know anything. Yeah. Reach out, yeah. whatever. You know, we on Facebook, and we'll probably get – a little bit more concise where that's concerned. Yep. Yeah, just uh, we praying for y'all. Y'all pray for us. That's right. That's right. Well, all right, guys. We'll, we'll see you next time. Yes, sir.